It's our last show of the year, so time to celebrate. Gay Weekly Roundtable starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. A part of me, a small part of me, wants this to just play out. And we, did, <laughs> and then three minutes later, we come in speaking. No. <laughs> but one of us doesn't want that to happen, and we'll reveal that in a second. So I'm going to start. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gay Weekly Roundtable. We are your hosts. I'm Adam Salandra. You can find me on social media at Adam Salandra. Hi, y'all. I am Tony Moore, and you can find me on all social media platforms at Lounging with Tony or my website, loungingwithtony.com. I'm Yell Teagle. I'm the Grinch, and you can find me at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Also, I'm live in the chat, so if you are in the chat with us, happy holidays. <laughs> at the Grinch. Yeah, right. Um, and I am Blake McIver, and you can find me across the social media platforms at Blake McIver. Now, I was going to play Guess the Grinch, but she outed herself, folks. Totally outed what herself. I have Scrooge McDuck in the... Mm. Now, why? Why? Just take us into your world for a second. We'll start with the negative. All right. So, the holidays <laughs> are, for me, the worst time of year. Okay. Right? You know how, like, you all feel that that family and that magic and the Christmas spirit? Sure. I don't feel that. I feel uh, solitude rubbed in my face. Totally. Which I... Now, this is actually... Um, Un, not planned, but a very important thing I think to discuss because that is what Christmas is, is like everyone, fam. Uh, yeah. But there are so many people who obviously they don't have that experience. Mm-hmm. And to make it more of an LGBT related situation, so many kids are like, I actually don't want to be with my family. Right, right. Um, and that, to that I say, find family and your friends when you're young and you have to be with them, great. Mm-hmm. But if you can like move out of town and then just have your own friend family or friend fa- friend friendless fri- mm-hmm. friend exactly friend build a family with your friends start yes. a friend mess I highly recommend it friend mess friendica but you have big plans for Christmas so you're okay oh right? yeah. yeah no the doctor Christmas special yeah. <laughs> so and you're Indian food very not, important yeah. Yeah. Now you're, are you full Jewish fully oh, Jewish yeah okay because I'm half uh, which that's why I don't think normal people ask if you're full, but uh, my mom's side, which makes me full Jew. Full Jew, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Christmas, yeah. yeah so, um, but my, the reason I asked was, you've, Hanukkah falls into this. Like you're saying, holidays all full, like yeah, all over. So things that a lot of people don't realize is that Hanukkah is not an important holiday. It is one of the least important holidays in, right? in our, Judaism. In Judaism, our important holidays, like really important, are Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, which is the New Year and the Day of Atonement. Mm-hmm. Like those are important, and um, this is not. And it's also in the states, it's a gift giving holiday because, well, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not traditionally a gift giving holiday. Mm. I was dating someone in Israel, and I brought. Um, gifts for kids, and they laughed at me and called me Santa the entire time. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Because, you know, they're kids. I was like, you give them sure. gifts to kids. No. And I'm sure the kids were fine with it. Yeah, the kids didn't care. Yeah, they the were adults happy. that were like, what's so wrong? So it's like almost competing with Christmas. Oh, it is. Well, it totally is. I was at Bed Bath & Beyonce the other day. Great. <laughs> and I walked by the, you know, the holiday rack, and I saw the elf on the shelf, and sitting next to the elf on the shelf was the mensch on the bench. No. Which is so... Way. I felt like... Mm. 
That's offensive, right? Like well, that's like Mench on the bench. Mench on the bench. Isn't um, that like that's like a, so no it religious was, appropriation? <laughs> yes, no. I, I, mean, I, it. I mean, I can't comment. I'm not Jewish. <laughs> it was created to counter uh, Elf? Elf on the Shelf, which both of those are creepy ideas to me. Sure. Completely. That elf is creepy. I yeah. didn't see the mensch. That <laughs> elf. The mensch is, uh, if you've seen Gilmore Girls, the dancing rabbi is actually um, mentioned. Oh, funny. I, yeah. I haven't, well, but I'll be looking and I'll be purchasing. I feel like the elf on the shelf just is, you know, a part of the magic of Christmas. <laughs> Is okay. that new? Don't you dare laugh at me. Sorry. It is I, I think it is new because I didn't have it when I when I was growing up. Uh, in yeah, the no. past five or six years, but yeah. now it's everywhere. But, but I yeah. but I think it keeps that, you know, like when I was younger, you know, I believed in Santa Claus and and you know, and it was, you know, a big thing for me. So now I feel like with the elf on the shelf, it kinda keeps that that magic for like little kids that like oh uh, you know you need to behave because the elf is watching and if like, you're not behaving you then... teach your child just to behave period <laughs> of, but it's like a it, it's like a game you know it's like a you know well, it's something fun sort of oh that's a, actually another topic that goes deep into religion that I don't want to get into right now but I did want to ask didn't you stop believing around age 13 I did so I was, you needed something. I was mm. I, I was a I was a very late bloomer when it came to because you have so much Santa spirit inside real. you, I think that's beautiful. Well, I, I I like Christmas and not you know for like the you know the gifts and everything like that. But there's just something about mm-hmm. the holidays right. that you know it seems very um, loving and people coming together and you totally. know so and like, all that. That's the feeling that I don't feel right, and like that's why I hate this season so much is because I see that and I go. Why don't I feel any of that? Sure. So it's like pressure. Because yeah. you're a mean one. Well, <laughs> so I really liked the How the Grinch Stole Christmas until he gave it back. <laughs> I was like, what is this crap? You were like, relating, relating. No. Another yeah. Christmas movie ruined by yeah. joy and happiness. Yeah. Mm, what my... Christmas movies do you guys love? I'll tell you. I'll tell you mine. It's also for a long... Maybe... Uh, Oh, you want to say oh, a sentence? It in. There are so many thoughts going on in his head so that many. you can't pick which one <laughs> to like. I used to be like lane. when people would think of Christmas, they would think of me. I was that into it, yeah. and now I feel in a different way. But like you, just that I'm like, oh, it's become an adult thing, and there's this pressure, and I like it's I don't have time to get all these gifts, and my parents are coming in, I have to clean the house, like <laughs> things I don't want to do, and I'm like, oh, the I magic's gone gifts. unless I have a child and look at it through their eyes. But anyway, I do still love forcing myself to celebrate and be joyful and I'd say my favorite uh, film of that is Love Actually same mm-hmm. thank you same well, that, that was my favorite just movie blanket you know, I didn't movie I realize that that was a Christmas movie until people started being like it's time for it it's time for Love Actually so you it's liked it and then hated it I know I, I love the movie uh-huh. I just I completely ignored it's weird all of the Christmas aspect of it and was like, this is a great film. Well, that's great. Well, it is a romantic comedy dramedy. Of course, of course, at its core. um, Someone in the chat says Home Alone. I agree with Home Alone. Home Alone's my number two, actually. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with Home Alone. I love Home Alone. I'm also a big fan of the uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty the Stoneman Claymation cartoon. Love love that Rudolph one. I wanted to talk about Rudolph because I I was trying, when when it was Halloween, we did like homoerotic horror films Uh and I was trying to think, is there any are they rapping Christmas and there is not. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> I, did not. you find some homoerotic no, Christmas films? I sure didn't, or not even like gay characters. Well, but you haven't spent enough time around a church choir. 
Gregory if you uh, don't think true. there's enough gay at Christmas. There's all, I mean, what could be gayer than Christmas, really, anyway? I really. But Rudolph, there was a thing in Vulture that I only got to briefly read, but saying that that's like one of the gayest movies of all time. Mm-hmm. They're basically saying uh, R- Rudy's a, it's like an allegory. He's gay and his family shuns him and he has to wear the black veil over yep. his nose. Yep. Then he runs out onto his own and meets a, a elf with like red lips and like just looking fabulous you mean uh, Hermie is that that, does, yeah. that wants to be a dentist and <laughs> yes, doesn't want exactly, to be an elf exactly. who is definitely a homosexual well, yeah without question yes. right I'm glad I gotta, see, I'm glad I you gotta know. see this movie. <laughs> see, I haven't seen it forever too, but I was reading and I was like, "All right, low key representation." Why am yeah. I such a misfit? <laughs> literally, oh God, I love literally, that. it is about the that's outsider's a, yeah, perspective that's an on them, Actually, there's a bullying scene where he can't participate in the reindeer games. Yeah, I'm so glad you know. Thanks. You know, I like to bring up things, and then I'm like, "By the way, I don't know anything about this." So thank <laughs> we you got for you. knowing we the got movie. You. We got you. Um, yes. And it's one of your favorites. It is. It's. Um, I associated with my. My mom. My mom's a big fan of Rudolph and Frosty. So and those like the claymation ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, yeah. those are like nostalgic old school, mm-hmm. which very is very old school. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever notice the gay undertones? No, I. You know, I always just saw it for what it was. He was just different with different. his red nose. That's it. <laughs> but I never thought like, oh, I relate to Rudolph because I'm different with my red nose. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I never I never did that. It just so well, But now that nice you think about you. it it makes sense. Yes. But did you guys know there was actually a deleted entire storyline from Love Actually that was a gay in fact lesbian lesbian couple. Yes, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. What? It is a beautiful oh, story. It's beautiful. I didn't know about it till last year and I I've had to write seen about all the it. I've seen all of the scenes. I was in Starbucks go- writing and crying because one of them's dying. It was yes. the the principal, the, he- of, the principal of the school, the headmistress yes, of the school. Yes. She mm. Was she the one that was sick or her it was wife? her was, wife. Guys, ooh, give me a chill just thinking about it. Yeah, me like, too. Look it up. Oh, look it up. It is, yeah, you can watch it. The, the, uh, one of the re-releases of the DVD has this, so you can yeah. find it, and you can find it online. Totally, it's beautiful. Yeah, they have all the scenes edited together, so it's just like a little short film of these two women um, and how very... it relates, and it's heartbreaking mm-hmm. and beautiful. That's mm-hmm. my new yeah. storyline. Well, I, sure. I wonder why they took it out then. There was Length. a re- Length. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, it wasn't oh. a gay thing. Not yeah. Luckily, it I was, mean, it wasn't. Yeah, so uh, oh. they they were the least connected. I'm sure it was easy to take that out as well. Mm-hmm. But I do wish we had like a ju- director's cut with it all in because I mean, yeah. I oh, I could it. watch. I could definitely watch the four and a half hour unedited. Easily, so mm-hmm. bathroom break. It's fine. <laughs> oh my god, it's originally four and a half hours. I mean, I'm just, just assuming. Oh my god, yeah. you know the last like movie that I saw like that I think was Titanic which was like three hours wasn't it yeah it was a little over God, three yeah. I can't sit yeah. through a movie if I go it's fine so I'm like I'm here let's just focus but if I'm at home I'm like snacks bathroom I yeah. can't do it <laughs> snacks <laughs> bathroom <laughs> blah <laughs> I just it. now imagine Adam in his house is going snacks bathroom blah I'll tell you what if you imagine that you pretty much know exactly what's going on in my home at all times neurotically freaking out over what what snack do I eat should I go to the bathroom it's my commercial I don't like, know that sums it up cool I just like that there's vibrato involved. Yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. the exciting part for me. Well, that's the gay that. way. Yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly. Hello, Adam, myself. Um, uh, what are you... Okay. I know you said you love, like, you like love, actually, but mm-hmm. for being a non-holiday person, are there any that you do like, that you knew were holiday movies going uh, in? Yes. Um, so, I really liked the Santa Claus series with Tim Allen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... Elf is, of course. Oh, I love Elf. Yeah. Yeah. That's really um, cute. It's, I think hey, everyone, it's Santa! <laughs> Santa! <laughs> I know him! Yeah. Um, I really... 
I like most of the movies, and then they get to the end where everyone's like happy, happy <laughs> <laughs> and they have this uh, warmth. Oh, Nightmare Before Christmas, good one. Oh, that, that is, is a good one. one. That should be a good one for you because it's, it's a Halloween movie. Yeah, he yes. ruins Christmas. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was at a restaurant. And they had tip jars, and it was it was Grinch or um, Jack, and I was like, eh, you're like you're getting double tip. I don't know what to do. <laughs> they made all the right choices yeah, for you. That's great. What Love Actually for you? Love Actually is is my new number one, but before that was. A White Christmas yeah. because oh, classic. again it's not it's really just about a bunch of frustrated performers yeah. who get a good gig that turns out to be a bad gig and they turn basically chicken poop into chicken salad and oh, so it's really just beautiful. about it's really just about a bunch of gypsy performers like it has nothing to do with right. Christmas till the last 10 minutes mm. oh really see I barely remember it. I haven't seen it since very little no I and all the music it's a it's just a great Irving Berlin score of like phenomenal standards yeah um yeah, which, and then which they, they came from that movie, right? Yeah, and White Christmas, the song was actually written for Holiday Inn, the film that came out a few years before. Um, but yeah, they, they sing it at the beginning and at the end, and that's really it. Um, but it's really this interesting, like, sort of post-war vaudeville story. It's it's really, it's just all about show business people, and so mm. I love it. I always related to I it. I love Yale. You might get into that. Oh, no, apparently stank face. Oh, not into that. Maybe. Even a little bit of Christmas it. involved. First, she's, she's got to get into Christmas. Yeah, there's the one that everyone loves where he runs. It's like black and white and, and the bell. Oh, Mar- so um, I know Christmas you mean. Carol? No, no. Uh, when he's the angel. Yeah. Oh, it's a wonderful yeah, yeah, yeah. life. Oh. Not a fan. I have never seen the whole thing. I've seen <laughs> I've the never end seen of it, it I've so never, many yeah, times because I'm trying to watch whatever's on after. <laughs> Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Oh, Didn't know that smart. was from there. Did well, not know. Zuzu's paddles. <laughs> I, I can't. You I like the best I can't voiceover with, work I today. I can't with Jimmy Stewart. And I'm like, oh, oh, Mr. Potter, I, oh, oh, I, I just can't. Oh, it's, just, it's awful. It's amazing. And people love it. But you know, it was a huge flop when it came out. It was? It did not become a classic or a Christmas tradition until they started airing it on TV in the 60s. That's well, so weird when that happens, I feel like. 60s. Yeah. I think that happened to that other one with the lamp. Christmas story. Christmas story. Another one that I don't like. My friend was like, you have to see this. It's not really about Christmas. It just happens to take place then. You have to see it. I sat through it because... I don't know what channel. Some channel airs it 24 hours. Like 24 hours. hours. Yeah, they yeah. do. On uh, Christmas. TNT or TBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's TNT. So I was like, great, I'll record one of these. And I watched it and I went, this is so boring. Yes. <laughs> it is the most boring movie I ever. Agree. Yeah. I don't think I've ever watched it all the way through. I see it in bits and pieces. Because yeah, it is on 24 hours. We would yeah. turn on and be like, okay, yeah. now is this scene? I, I just remember, ho, ho, yeah. ho. Pushing him down. And he gets pushed down yeah. the slide. Totally. Yeah. yeah, you know, now that you mention it, I don't think I like it that much either. <laughs> But that's okay. I have my mm. favorites, and yeah. I've watched none of them this year. Guys, we got a Christmas tree last night, and I did. I was like, I'm ready for January. Like that's oh. the oldness onto me now. Like now, it's my responsibility to do the thing. So it's oh not yeah, as fun. I just I just put my my Christmas tree up. And how'd it feel? It felt fine. Like I had Christmas music playing yeah. and everything like that. See, but that's what I like to do. We're like, let's do the lights quick, and like yeah. we weren't speaking, and then it was fun. But it was it, like it <laughs> was really just nice. it was just me. My roommates were no help. Although one of my roommates did clean the bathroom while I <laughs> well, that's, that's put helpful. it up I a little bit. Made my roommate promise when we moved in together that there would be no tree. I was oh. like, we need to talk about the fact that you. We're not doing it. That's not a thing that's going to be oh, in my we house. Oh, could, we couldn't be roommates. See, yeah, that is that is the difference between, like, oh, Christmas is 
sad or whatever, being like, that's like, you hate Christmas. You, I don't want to see the tree. I don't want to well, see I've it. never had a tree in my house. I'm sure. not about to start <laughs> now. <laughs> no, Honestly, that's why don't you what about try palm something tree? new? <laughs> I think it so, will lighten your spirit. Because right now, you seem a little dark. You seem a little <laughs> dark inside. Grinch Thank you. Thank um, you. I, when I was house-sitting for friends they left for Christmas, and I had to feed their cats, and didn't Real, they were like, oh, can you also water the tree? Did not realize that was a thing. That you, you have to well, put water in the sure. tree. Oh, yeah. sometimes like if they're a real tree, yeah. Or you can get an artificial tree yeah, that's already pre-lit like get, I did from Target. I Tarjay. also didn't know how expensive those trees are. Who? I'm Guys. sorry, you spend so much money on a real tree that you have to water that's going to make a mess in your house and then you have to throw it out. This sounds like a really ha- big hassle. I've never felt that way till last, like, the, to, I, for the first time ever, I'd be like, it kind of is. It really was. Well, but it's fun and it's tradition. See, that's why I just like my, my artificial tree. Mm. I just pull it out of the box, connect the little yeah, lights together, put some Get yourself a pine on. candle yeah. and then you're mm-hmm. fine. And I'm good. Put my star on top. <laughs> and my, I put my one package, uh, which is my one Christmas gift uh, that my mom sent me. It also has my birthday gift in it because my birthday shortly after. Um, and I put it under the tree, and I'm I'm gonna open it. I love that. See, you're you, you have a very like, what's the word? Not there's young, so many like a, just a young <laughs> spirit. Uh, it's not yeah. innocence, but it's like <laughs> oh. I don't know something <laughs> oh. in a good way. In a good way, who would want you to? But uh, <laughs> but yet something like that about you, which I love. A well, purity, a, a purity, purity. If you thank you. I like that. Well, because okay, so like so um, on Christmas, like I, I'm going to be at home by myself because my roommates are going back home uh, for Christmas. So like I kind of have a plan of like waking up and maybe making myself breakfast and then opening my one gift yeah. and see that's sweet, you know. That'd be nice. Well, it was it was better than like I don't not last Christmas. No, not last Christmas, but two Christmases ago, I got my wisdom tooth pulled. Oh, yeah. So I was like wrapped. You were wrapping your own self as a gift. Yeah, and like eating mashed potatoes. Yeah, (laughs) well, but we're good though because they were from KFC. So KFC mashed potatoes are really good. So even then, you're taking care of yourself. (laughs) Yes. Well, speaking of gifts, Mm -hmm. you have one for us. Me, yeah, trust me, you want to unwrap this. <laughs> um, <laughs> hence, not innocent. Okay, yes. Um, so what's what's the best gift you received, and what's the best gift you've given? <sighs> That's really hard. <laughs> I'll start, yeah, okay. please, please. So, um, okay, so. Uh, when I had a nine to five job, we used to do Secret Santa, and I loved Secret Santa um, because it was your chance to like learn something about someone mm-hmm. just based on like the things that they liked, um, and really put a creative gift together. So, uh, one of my coworkers that I got, um, her name is Layla. Hello, Layla, and uh, she loved Paris. Mm. And so I was like, okay, how can I do this? And I was like, okay, I got it. So I was like. Uh, I'm giving you a day in Paris. And so each little gift represented something with with that. Um, so I was like, you have to look the part. So I got her like a beret mm-hmm. um, and a scarf. And then I said, well, of course you have to like, you know, 
like eat like they do in Paris. And so I found uh, like a, a French uh, cafe in LA and I gave her a gift card to that so that way she could sit and like with her beret and stuff and eat there. <laughs> Have the experience. That's um, so sweet. I then also, so that she could really feel like she was there and not in LA, I got her a book of like Paris, like a picture book of Paris. And then I said, of course, um, you know, after a trip, you do have little souvenirs. So I had like little Eiffel Towers and stuff to give oh, her as well. So it's like, really, so it's awful. Great. It was like yeah. a day in Paris. You I were like the that. good get for yeah. Secret yeah. Santa. Like yeah. everybody wanted you. Oh, yeah. Everyone oh, liked yeah. what I got me. And then my. Uh, a gift that I got was when I was really young and I mean everyone's trying to get them now but like I had the original <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> uh, with the power pad thank you very much and I remember opening it and I was super excited and I also had like but my family had this tradition where like we opened a gift for Christmas Eve mm-hmm. we got to open one um, and so I opened up uh, like this stack of games um, for, for Nintendo <laughs> and I was like ah Yes, and like ever since then, like my mom didn't put like the good gifts out until Christmas, yeah. so that I wouldn't make that yeah. mistake again. Yeah, so that's my Christmas. I love that. I don't have one particularly that I can think of, but I did. I was thinking about when you're talking about believing in Santa. Mm-hmm. They got me a little longer by. I guess I was teetering on the edge of not believing, mm-hmm. and one year there was a gift unwrapped just like sitting by the fireplace and they were like oh that fell out of Santa's bag and oh you got me for another 365 (laughs) it's like that that works so if you're looking to lie to your children that's an option (laughs) you know what my parents pulled that on me too like I got a gift for uh, when I was young, a friend of mine. Well, let's be honest. I liked the boy, and so like, <laughs> so I I got him a gift, and I told Santa to deliver it to him. And uh, I think like when I woke up that morning, I noticed that it was gone. But then my parents like went out into the hallway of our apartment and was like, "Oh no, Santa dropped it!" And I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> that's so cute." Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Did the boy so ever cute. get the gift? He did. I gave it to him. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. But whatever. That was such an awful boy. Well, we, we, <laughs> first we crushes always are. Yeah. Well, there were so many after that. <laughs> so many. The floodgates had opened. Yes. Do you guys have any? No. Oh, no certainly not you. <laughs> no. Well, not a Christmas gift. Have you received a gift? You know what? I'm going to ask Santa to bring you the gift of light and love. <laughs> oh. This holiday season. Oh. He uh, So when I was in and high school. And a lesbian. That'd be nice. <laughs> when I was in high school, I would go to the mall and um, yell at the mall Santas. <laughs> oh. I would go and I would stand like, uh, they'd be down in the, the lower level and I'd stand above and watch as kids sat on their laps, which is creepy. And I would shout, you skip me every year. How could you? Oh, wow. Stark. So yeah. you've you're, you're been this kid. gal with green fur <laughs> yeah. covering you since a young age. Yes. I mean, it was then it was funny because the kids were like, what? Yeah. You could be skipped, which is great. Yeah, you you made them fear every Christmas Eve, of yeah. course. The but. story that I was going to cover today was literally I read this pastor in Texas was at a shopping mall screaming at children that were in line to meet Santa saying, your parents are lying to you. Your parents are lying. You're literally that pastor. No, I would never. <laughs> I would never tell these kids that Santa's not real. Because that, like... I hear that that's a traumatic thing. Uh, I've I, heard. I would not want to be responsible for it that. It is. But I, I thought I was helping. Because first of all, it let me get my anger out. And sure. second of all, there you go. Um, it told them that the options are not, you know, 
a gift or coal, it's he Nothing might at all. not just show up. <laughs> you, you kept the magic alive just yeah. with a touch of fear uh, as <laughs> yeah. a possible so realism. Who needs the elf when you have me? The yell on the shelf. <laughs> the yell on the shelf. <laughs> um, that is so um, funny. Gift-wise, uh, so when I first moved to L.A., I came down with everything that could fit into my car, so no furniture, um, and I slept on not really a futon, but something similar for four months, and so... I asked my parents for a bed. That's a, no, that's good. That's that, the best. So that, and I was like, not just like a mattress in a box, but like I want a frame. Oh, the dream. Yeah, so that was it. But um, because I don't celebrate gift-giving holidays, I also don't give gifts. Which, no, that's great. Right. I mean, g- yeah. giving is, it is the best part. I get it, but it's also a little stressful. It's real. Yeah, str- it's I hear stressful. everyone talks about how stressful it is finding the right gifts, and they don't know, and they keep forgetting people, and then they have to buy more, and there's last minute gifts. But also, like, who's got money for that? We'll see. <laughs> I, I don't. When right? when I, don't, I, don't. I when I did go Christmas shopping, um, I had a rule that I did family, which was like my mom, my dad, my sister, um, my godmother and godfather, and then I would do a select few of friends, mm-hmm. and that was it. Yeah, my friends got snipped out as time went on because I was like it's just too much. Well yeah. Well yeah. Well that's why I was a huge fan. A, a group of friends of, of mine and I we used to do Secret Santa. So mm-hmm. that was yeah, that, a whole that lot works better. Great. Yeah. 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 Do you have one? Uh, best gift? Uh-huh. Um, just like most meaningful gift. I was a huge uh, when I was a kid I was a huge Star Wars collector. Yeah. And like all the action figures, all the all the stuff. And there was this one figure when they were doing the like big twelve inch ones no one could find it. It uh, was sold out everywhere. Even mm-hmm. those, like, you know, rip-off resale collector stores, like, mm-hmm. couldn't find it. It was yeah. the Imperial Guard from Return of the Jedi. Couldn't find it anywhere. My dad waited outside a Toys R Us until midnight, like, two weeks before Christmas, for their last shipment to come in and literally waited for them to unload oh these... Imperial guards Aww. out of the box, and he bought four of them because <laughs> they were like the you know he had seen yeah, that the, 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 you know, the, at the, at the collector house. stores yeah. they were sold out and they were selling them for like a hundred bucks and he was like well they were six ninety five and That's I just amazing. got them all <laughs> so I had a fleet of Imperial guards oh, waiting you got them for all me. Even. I thought he oh, just- oh no, he gave them all to me. No, that he didn't even so hoard them or cute. resell them. No, there was a fleet of Imperial guards waiting for me in Christmas. Wow. Now, were you wow. young? You appreciated the gift, of course, because it was a toy and you were young. But did you get it more when you? grew up or like even then you were like well oh, yeah well I was like how did you get these because like you knew, we, oh, yeah you I knew yeah. that they were you couldn't get them and they were like so limited and he was he told me I was like well I knew when that truck was coming was like, <laughs> that's oh amazing God, that's you got great. the tip <laughs> guys there's a lot more LGBT rep in holiday commercials these days it's true so, mm-hmm. yeah it's but, true now this is going to be crazy to you but some people aren't happy about it Really? Now I this, never dreamed. This, I, I'm going to do my best to not roll my eyes back into my head when I tell oh, you, you this did. story because it's so ridiculous. Okay, Microsoft did a very cool Christmas commercial that I think you would even like because it's really nothing about Christmas. It's saying like, <laughs> it's just like bring. This is a time to bring people together, unity, love. Um, Jazz Jennings. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I am ja- of, I, of uh, I am Jazz. exactly. She's a young uh, trans girl reality star. Has her own show. She was a YouTuber first. Was she? Yeah, that's how she got the show. Yeah, that's nice. how you get them these days. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> and there's a girl named I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but Zia Bowling. She was seven years old and she went viral this year for being uh, just silently holding a rainbow flag in front of a, one of those preachers, like giving hate speech. Mm. 
so those kind of people popped up. There were a lot of activists in it. And um, one, the, the guy who is the president of the Catholic League didn't like it. <laughs> I am shocked. Right. But the, here's what, first of all, the one of the slogans in the commercial is, when the world seems divided, coming together can be a beautiful thing. And Aww. can you imagine stepping in and being like, well, no, <laughs> I want to divide yeah. it. But here's what he says. He thinks, first of all, that we, the left, is exploiting Christmas to push the LGBT agenda. They always that think agenda. that. No, I know, that, that, that agenda. That agenda of ours. And exploiting Christmas, yes, suddenly Christmas <laughs> is being exploited by us. It's not been become a commercial thing. Right. But here's Black what he Fred- has to say. Black Friday doesn't start on Thanksgiving. Right, exactly. Uh, he, he says, if the bicoastal elites at Microsoft really believe in diversity, let them have their LGBT celebration in June during Gay Pride Month and leave December to Christians. So... <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, there's about 350,000 things to, to pinpoint in there, but he's claiming all of December for Christians for only. Christians. Okay. Yeah, so Hanukkah's so the, out. Well, well it's sometimes not, it's not in December, so fair. Great. <laughs> A point for him. Oh, my God. He sounds like, okay, so let's pull out the calendars, okay? There's 12 months, so we're going to give the Christians December. Right. Wait, when we're going to give Jews the get? gays June. We're going to give the African Americans February because it's the shortest month. No, wait. Yeah. <laughs> You're making true. a joke, but that's surely he's probably being like, well, yeah, that's exactly what I mean. It's probably his But the arrogance so to think that it belongs to him. Now, listen, Christmas at its core is supposed to be a religious holiday. A, that's just if that's how if that's how you celebrate it, celebrate Jesus. it that way. Yeah, that's great and, and that's yes. fine. But to just the whole thing is so crazy to me. On a to to have the to just dare the audacity on a commercial that's saying, "I know we're a divided country. Let's come together." Being like, "No, stay out of here." <laughs> yeah. And as someone, I don't know. I grew up Catholic, and to me, it was very like. That's what I got out of it is we're doing this because it's to be the best person you can be. Yes. I think that religion is, this is actually what I was going to say before and didn't, religion is sort of at its core like f- just trying to get people to be good people and have us not commit crimes and all that right. and have something to believe in. So why it are, is the Christians, not all, but Christians who are the ones trying to divide and, and push the hate, it I feel bad for I have friends who are Christian who are not that way and I feel bad for them because to me when I hear the word Christian I do not have a good vibe come up into my mind sometimes I feel like um, it's being able to hold on to something that you know is true you know I love my yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I feel like um, some people I don't want to just put Christians but I just feel like some people feel comfort in uh, you know having the Bible and like this is the way of life and like you know you can't steer away from that and then you have those progressive people who recognize that like this is like a guideline but you know the world is presented in a very different way than this book and you know one of the key things is to to love and respect um, everyone. You know, I'm, I don't want to pretend like I know the Bible and try to quote sure, it. Sure, sure, um, <laughs> But that's what, like... That's the general That's synopsis. the general, you know, yeah. And that, and that, you know, Jesus forgives. So, you know, I feel like, you know, there are people who 
who need to hold on to that, like this is true, and, and if you're doing something wrong, I have proof that you're doing it wrong, um, versus people who are like, you know what, that's the way you live life. Um, I'm not affected by it. It's not what I may would do personally, but I'm going to respect whatever it is that you do. That's what it comes down to for me is respect. Because I, after the whole Trump thing, I really tried to put myself in the shoes of just the other side because I think, listen, we kind of need to do this. They won. Let's figure out why, what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And if you were a deeply religious person and you do think, as misguided as it seems to me, that this, that other people living their lives is somehow an attack on your religious freedom, then that, you know, you see that and whatever. But the commercial wasn't saying the opposite of what this guy's saying, being mm -hmm. like, this is how Christmas is going to be now, like gay people running it. They were literally just being like, here's a bunch of people that are happy and let's come together and celebrate that happiness. But I like the progression of commercials. I will admit that sometimes it does, it, it shocks me sometimes. Like I saw a Chase commercial recently with an interracial couple and... For the first time, I was like, oh. And I was like, oh. Like, you know, it's it's just how... It's a great representation of how we are now. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, once you're able to, like, just look at them and go, you know what? You know, every couple needs a loan. Or, you know, every couple's, you know, car breaks down and you have to go to State Farm. And, you know, no matter who those two people are, yeah. um, you just respect the fact that now advertising um, are really reflecting how the world is now. And the world is now full of, you know, gay people, straight people, uh, people of different ethnicities, interracial couples. Like, it's, it's, there's so much great wonderfulness happening and people and don't just so, recognize right, like, that and embrace it. You can pray as much as you want. You're not going to pray us away. So you might as well accept. <laughs> we you, you cannot believe in it, but we do exist. Listen, I've been praying it. for since I was 16 for a man to arrive on Christmas Day with nothing but a bow and it has not happened yet. <laughs> oh, well, don't give up the dream. That oh, I know. spirit, you know I, I don't. Well, try I asking don't. Jesus this year yeah. instead of Santa Claus. Exactly. I do. I asked both. Jesus? Oh, I asked okay. Jesus. Okay. Covered all his and I Santa. I asked Jesus to ask Santa to bring it for Christmas. Okay, there you go. There and then, you, go. you know, because I give Jesus a month off for December. You know, I feel like it's Santa's job. Sure. It's and his then for the month, but month December, we just discovered, is his month. Yeah, so now it's been all backwards. Yeah. It's for Christmas. Well, I don't want to put all that pressure on him. He's trying to celebrate his birthday. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Yeah. Well, listen, yeah. I know you have some non holiday things to discuss. Yeah, and I for do. you, that my Christmas gift to you is letting you do that. Thank you. <laughs> Lesbians? I, I wish. <laughs> and not even. <laughs> I wish. Um, um, no, I want to talk about... I'm going to take the mood way down. Good. Um, so, on After Buzz TV, we have a sister show called LGBTQ&A. Mm -hmm. What a clever name. Truly blows me away every time. <laughs> yeah. Um, with Jeff Masters, and he had um, Ashby Dodge, mm -hmm. who is the clinical director of all procedures in terms of call uh, safety and training of people for the Trevor Project. Oh, nice. Um, so... Because it is the holidays, which mm -hmm. is a very difficult time for a lot of people, right. um, I want to make sure we talk a little bit about the Trevor Project, um, which is the only national hotline for LGBT youth in crisis. Yeah. I didn't realize they were the only hotline. I actually didn't either. I just thought it was the one we knew of. Right. I know that like you can Google hotline yeah. and lots of hotlines come up, but I didn't realize they're the only one. Wow. For and LGBTQ? For yeah. LGBT youth for in them. crisis. Yeah. Um, and Just youth? What about grown folks? 
I think if you're grown, you can call. Oh, good. But I think they might. <laughs> I think they might um, refer you to another place. Sure. Um, and so the Trevor Project. Uh, I forgot about this. It was created after filmmakers made an Oscar-winning short film called Trevor. And the reaction that the fans had to this and that youth in crisis had to this, they started the Trevor Project. I completely forgot that there was a movie that started it. Yeah, right. I didn't know. Right. Um, and uh, studies have shown that one supportive person reaching out to a kid can reduce their si- risk of suicide by 30%. So, And that's just reaching yeah, out. Yeah, it's reaching out. So yeah, these people literally save lives every single day, yeah. and yeah. the process that the the hotline counselors have to go through is unbelievably strict yeah. and strenuous. So you are literally getting the best possible Truly, yeah. care. Oh, I definitely. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, um, they had their largest numbers of calls ever, I believe, the day after the election, yeah. which Oof. is a terrifying thought. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, and also uh, they have said that forty one percent of trans people will try to kill themselves in their life, which is. Another terrifying Ooh. thought. Yeah, and it's and that again, those numbers went up after the election, yeah. and that's like, no, um, it's you know Trump sort of ran with that type of campaign, and so that's why people felt so vulnerable, obviously afterwards. But I have heard that a lot, and obviously, especially so many of them are probably coming from homes that are Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so Definitely now, more than ever. Yeah, uh, it's so important to have that. So I wanted to make sure that this holiday season, um, if you feel super lonely, some of us do, mm-hmm. um, you have people to talk to. I will be on Twitter all December twenty fifth because oh. I have nothing to do. So I will be <laughs> Dr. reaching Hill, out. Though. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but um, I will absolutely be there if anyone needs just somebody to chat to. I'm going to yeah, put that out there. Um, and really check nice out the interview with Ashby Dodge on LGBTQ and A with Jeff Masters. Yes. I, I I feel like you know uh, there are times throughout the year where people do feel you know very lonely and things like that. And I I do think that it's it's very important to if you do feel like that if you do if you are a youth or just anyone that feels you know your family has just kind of pushed you to the side because you are gay or trans that you do surround yourself with friends and and people that you can consider family Mm -hmm. that love and accept you one day i hope um that we will become a society that can accept people for who they are and realize that you know being gay or being trans is not a choice um i actually had this Mm -hmm. discussion with uh my roommate um one time and he uh he basically said you know well being gay is a choice and so I asked him, I said, well, when did you choose to be straight? And there was dead silence. <laughs> and he had to think about it. And I was like, exactly. Like, it's not, it, it's not a choice. And, I, and many of my friends and I have, have discussed this very topic. And I think we all said, you know, if this were a choice, like, would we choose to be, like, judged and discriminated yeah, against? Right. And, and, you know, and all the, the hardships that come with being gay, mm-hmm. you know, would we choose that? And unfortunately, we didn't choose it. You know, it's just who we are. And we've learned to embrace who we are. So I encourage those to embrace who they are and first love yourself. Because then others can love you as well. That's and it. surround yourself with great yeah. people. And when they say it gets better, to me, that always means... For, for me, it was... And I mean, I was very blessed to have a supportive family, but to 
move to LA, a big city, meet gay people that I could relate to, not just like the caricatures that were on TV when I was growing up mm-hmm. of a gay person. That was instantly when I started to become more comfortable. And then I built a family of friends around that, like we talked about. So, do I mean, I, I get you can't just necessarily pack up and go, but but do understand that you do have options and you can uh, figure it out. Yeah. yeah. And if you're a LGBTQ person who is not in crisis and happens to have some means at the holidays, and perhaps you're traveling back to your home where you're going to a family that is not particularly inclusive, right. mm-hmm. supportive, accepting... Um, here's an idea. Make a donation on their behalf oh, to the Trevor Project. Uh, yeah. Truly. Because I guarantee you, <laughs> if you look your family member in the eye and say, I made a donation in your name for this whatever holiday you're celebrating, um, and it's going to prevent teen suicide. I challenge them to challenge right. you. It's a conversation starter. And, right? yeah. and yeah. if they do... Consider it your last Christmas. Yeah. Right? Just you like, might, consider you not might. coming back, because that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> I just... I, I think... Um, to remember like you know you're hanging with these people and you're stuck with them for a day or two or however long you're stuck with them I don't know how long this holiday is um, <laughs> we just do one yeah, well no it's, it's like 12, 12 days and you're right, you're right. Christmas can last a month, a yeah. month. Girl, I don't this know. isn't free form we're not trying to do 12 <laughs> days of Christmas so, so, we do 25 yeah. but anyway oh that is true yeah, yeah <laughs> it's already you've too. already missed but, a month I've already um, missed it what, what I wanted to say was like you you can just just make it through that day or two and then you know you're free to breathe again yep to- exactly that if too. you if you really want to get through this day and be shady <laughs> oh okay <laughs> so many options we're throwing you away. let yeah. me let me give you the perfect shade it's just one line <laughs> oh if someone is you know yap yap yapping about oh my god how could you ever choose to be gay and blah 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 gay is this and that it's horrible blah 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 you look that person straight in the eye and say Stay blessed. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh! I just got and a then, whole Christmas tree of shade. Yes. And you, and that was you, like I was sitting underneath the tree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you do it with a smile. You just go. Oh, wait, here, come here. Jimmy, oh, give oh, me your hand. Oh, you okay. just go. Oh. Stay blessed. Oh, I love that. Stay I blessed. Love that. And then I'm sure you have tea in your other hand. You oh yeah, yeah. Right yeah. Off the block. Uh, please pass the mashed potatoes, please. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that amazing advice, <laughs> stay we bid stay you blessed. to stay blessed this holiday season. I'm Adam Salandra. You can find me at Adam Salandra. And, of course, you guys can find me on all social media platforms at Lounge with Tony or my website, loungingwithtony.com. And I wish you all a very happy holidays. I'm Yael Teagle, and I am available all Xmas Day and <laughs> Eve and Eve Eve on Twitter at Yael Teagle, Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And I'm Blake McIver, and you can find me everywhere at Blake McIver. Check out my Facebook page, Blake McIver Official, for my weekly web show, Sip and Sing. Yes, we just did a holiday special say, yesterday. Holiday it's still up there. You can check it out. I won't watch Love it. it. Guys, That's have a happy <laughs> holidays. Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2017. Yay! Things will get better, we hope. Goodbye, y'all. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 